0: Hey guys, welcome back to the last episode of Season 3, what a year it has been, so many lads, so many great yarns, it's been awesome being able to share the journey of some of these champion lads with you all, and a massive thank you to you guys for tuning in. I'm not exactly sure what Season 4 is going to look like, but I can assure you that what a lad will be continuing in some form. Also a massive thank you to all the sponsors for the season, it has kept this podcast going, and if you do want to support the podcast for maybe season four, then please get in touch. There's plenty of ways um, you can support the podcast. So um, reach out and we can make something work. Speaking of sponsors, it's been awesome to have Hayden from EQS sponsor the podcast. Now, many suggest this lad is the best registered quantity server on the planet. So if you're looking to build, renovate your existing home or looking at a commercial development, look no further than Hayden. EQS is based in Palmerston North, but they work throughout New Zealand. They can provide estimates from concept plans through to the final designs. So if you're interested, please contact Hayden and all the information to get in touch with him is below. Speaking of lads, Timmy Bateman from O Studio. Now he is such a good lad that he's even got an early Christmas present for you all. Have a listen to this. Jimmy, Tim Bateman here from O Studio, mate. It's great seeing you around the studio getting involved. So we've decided to give your listeners another promo code to give it a crack too. All they need to do
1: is enter WATERLEAD CLASS all in capitals and no spaces when purchasing a drop-in class, which is yoga or pilates, at the checkout online to get 100% off the class. Yep, that's a free class. As always, if anyone is interested in opening your own O studio around New Zealand or abroad, get in touch at ostudio.co.nz forward slash lad we'd love to hear from you the next studio in rolleston is opening in early 2023 which is super exciting and we're currently looking at other locations around new zealand too all the best and back to the show Ooh.
0: what a lad, what a lad. Ah, what a lad. Well, just like that, we've come to the end of Season 3, and as always, I try and finish the season on a high with one of the best lads possible, and for this one, I've got him. The gifted singer, actor, rugby player, and coach has done it all in his eventful career to date, which has seen him play for the Hurricanes, the Highlanders, the Blues, Rebels, Wellington Lions, Otago, Rico Black Rams, New Zealand Maldives, Junior All Blacks, New Zealand Sevens and of course the mighty All Blacks, and since becoming a coach, he's guided the Crusaders to two titles, and the Wellington Lions to one, and on top of all that, he's a father of soon-to-be six, and a massive, massive lad. He is one of the greats, it is the one and only Tammadi, Allison. welcome bro. Uh,
1: Kilda, thanks for having me on.
0: Mate, I reckon that's my biggest intro yet, mate, you've done it all, and I didn't even mention your jiu-jitsu. <laughs>
1: yeah. Uh, yeah, that wouldn't be a very long list. Um <laughs> Ah, That's been cool. Be very lucky up to this stage for sure. Mate, and how did you get into Jetsu? Because you're, you're coaching it well at the moment. I'm unsure when I when I first started, um, and and I haven't done a lot, but I've I've done enough, I think, for to be able to put it into footy. And, yeah. Um. To, probably towards the end of my career, I just enjoy doing something other than weights. Mm. But uh, you yeah, come to understand it's an, it's a great sport. Uh, my kids all started rolling when we were living in Melbourne, they were there um, with Ben Hall and then also at Axis Jiu Jitsu in,
0: um, in Tokyo as well, so true. Um, it's it's a great sport, yeah. Mate, it does cross over well and you do coach it well, eh, but um, obviously you're getting the reps in at the moment. Yeah, yeah, um, again, I think a lot of things we assume
1: that the players understand certain things and um to get in and, and feel a few uh especially with the tackling and the collision stuff mm. is um you think about a jiu-jitsu um black belt or 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 an, or an instructor he's not actually just walking around mm. he's he's good enough to be to hold that belt and he gets around and rolls as um as he teaches and I I always liked that as a coaching method especially as a young coach mm. um to to be able to uh still feel a few
0: mm. and speaking of coaching you're just off the back of a Um, Very successful season with Wellington Guiding them to not only the championship But um, also the Ranfurly Shield Um, What was that year like for you?
1: It was good, it was uh, really enjoyable I think we keep it really simple Uh, We we try to focus more about ourselves Our footy and and our journey And um, regardless of the results I think we did that part well Mm. Um, And then the results followed So I, I really enjoyed it We had a good group we had some we had some leaders, some all blacks that were were back with us for that period and they were motivated so it's it's always um, it's easier when you, your good players uh, wanna want to continue to be great and, and everyone else follows. So it was cool, it was a really enjoyable year, had a had some young boys coming through, you know, like young Peter Larkai there, Siali Lawaki um, Riley Higgins, some twenties mm. boys that are coming through and it will be good for the area.
0: Mm. And obviously, you speak about that experience, guys like TJ in really important positions, Jackson Garden, bashup massive roles for you guys that year, eh?
1: Yeah, they were, and we probably put a little bit more pressure on them this year than in the past, and the thing with TJ is that he um, he thrives off that mm. um, challenge, and and I think it, it made his leadership uh, better, and, and having him in the group, um, because of the standards that you know, we asked and the standards that he, he likes to set the, the rest were forced to follow So mm. um, the same with the bus Jules has been awesome He's been back mm. um, you know, three years now and again, having a, a true professional who's done it all in the environment is just great. So having for those guys, especially,
0: you can't really put a price on it. Eh? That that leadership and that experience. Um, people often talk about it, but you don't really understand how important it is until you see it out there. Eh? Yeah, yeah. I keep telling my coaches that until I finally <laughs> got let go. Um,
1: and for, for when you're from the area, you know, Jules is Strathmore boy and and um, Teej and Jacko are Pottidoo boys, so they're... Uh, you know from the area they play club footy there mm-hmm. um so they it's easy for them to care so mm-hmm. the the experience as well as um you know i a, a, a want to lift the jersey is you know was a great combination mm.
0: and now you're down here in christchurch about to go into your third super rugby campaign um you obviously moved down without your family though so how hard's that um, you have to ask my wife. <laughs> <laughs> Easy for you? Yeah, I'm just Netflix <laughs> after training. <laughs> no,
1: nah, it's uh, it's a choice. You know, we we make sure we discuss it and, and try and work out what's best for um, the Fano. Like mm. my oldest boys started St. Pat's Town this year, and we wanted to make sure we had enough support there on the ground. We both sets of grandparents and you know, multi Polynesian family, so we're really tight anyway. Uh, but you just wanted the the habits and it to be as consistent for the kids um as possible, and mm. um yeah, we another baby on the way, so yeah yeah it 's definitely just me down here uh but theres there 's plenty of work anyway, so you, you finish your days and you just keep keep plowing and making sure you're you're you are you are you prepping and
0: therefore the times I get to go home i'm i 'm home you know mm. so. Getting better at that balance, mate. Your wife must be an absolute champion. Eh? like it's not just one, one, two kids; it's five kids, and one on the way. So, pregnant with five other kids to to look after. It's a that's a hell of a job. Yeah, yeah. No, she does a um a great job, and
1: yeah, it's it's one of those ones you know, like in in the business that we're in with footy, you, you get accolades and you get people uh, pats on the back and jerseys to hang. But we probably in society under underappreciate the the hard work that goes on literally behind the scenes at home and, mm. and how consistent and that's real no days off um, yeah. hashtag, you know. Um, <laughs> uh, so, yeah, she, she's a um, superstar, right? And, yeah, she wanted another one and...
0: You delivered? Another one. <laughs> <laughs> Is it you done? Six, surely, or... It was me done at five. Um, <laughs> uh,
1: but I'm, yeah, grateful. Uh, yeah. Um, no, it's, it's, again, it, it reshapes you, you know, and, and you, you change what your year might look like, but for the better. So mm. that's cool. We're looking forward to it.
0: Does it get easier? One's life-changing, really, isn't it? And then two, you know, they all – I'm at three, but they've all sort of got a little bit easier, but they've had yeah. their patches. I, I think we understand as parents, you know, like
1: um, you get your first kid and it's everything's organic and, like, she wanted me to literally grow strawberries, you know, like, and <laughs> I haven't really got much of that skill, as you would have seen, like most actors don't grow strawberries, <laughs> and um, to now, you know, like, you're eating plastic off the floor, so
0: yeah. uh, you definitely grow your, um, your rules. <laughs> <laughs> That's so true, though. <laughs> and sleep and all those things, though. First one, you're so structured trying to nail it, but yeah, doesn't really work. Yeah. It's cool, though, like the...
1: They definitely look up to their older brothers and sisters, and I try to change my um, my baby. The other one time this year, she's three, and uh, see if she want to with her pajamas, and she's like looking at me like, yeah. She yeah you know, took them off, went in the bathroom, showered herself, changed herself, brushing her teeth, put stuck her toothbrush on the True. mirror, up, done her mouthwash. Like while she's buttoning up her shirt, still looking at me. Yeah, it's kind of like whoa. But, um, <laughs> I, I
0: need should, to get my three year old round to your yeah, house. Yeah, it's training, you know, and.
1: If again, if you're forced to, if you don't have that many mm, hands, mm. um, because my oldest son loves PlayStation, so he hasn't been helping my Hopes he mode the launch today,
0: <laughs> uh, they're just forced to, you know, and yeah, it's it's cool though, yeah, yeah. And you mentioned your um, acting and your childhood acting stage, so we'll go there. What well, obviously growing up, um, not everyone grows up as a famous child actor, but what was your childhood like? Uh, yeah, so it was
1: me, Macaulay Culkin, and Drew, and Drew <laughs> Nemia from, um. <laughs> Uh, New Zealand's got talent. It nah, it, it's inter- it's it was quite cool, like to have a look at that industry. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, when did you decide to get into it? Like, I didn't
1: I didn't. I think mum and dad ran out of money, and they needed some. <laughs> moldy <Māori, laughs> kids uh, in. Um, I think it was called Coat Hanger, the local management agency. Oh, so, yeah. um, my brother and I went there, and uh, you know that was probably in the dollar hucker days, and. Um, <laughs> yeah you know, we ripped in, and um you' got a few roles and and they were cool good, you know like well paid and yeah, but i you know, realized pretty quick, I had the patience to wait all day for your one minute part, then wait mm. all day again, but I realized pretty early that it wasn't going to be for me, mm. like uh like I do enough acting as it is <laughs> <laughs> I don't actually need it and and I you know, like my own characters, you kind of yeah. when you're doing that, you're having to be someone else's yeah. and be the way they think it should be so mm. um yeah but it was it's, as I said it was a cool experience and cool to have a look at it
0: yeah what age were you when you first went in um I think they caught me at nine. Oh. um yeah I were think you was, nine when you did that did that
1: ad uh 10 I think true oh yeah, yeah. you look younger yeah um probably just good skincare yeah um yeah no celebrity wheel of fortune it peaked that celebrity wheel of fortune um, what was that role um, spinning the wheel. I think I was on with Frank Bunce and Nick from Shortland Street. <laughs> um, but I knew once I hit Celebrity Wheel of Fortune that um, that was probably going to be the peak.
0: And then what was it like doing that ad? Obviously, uh, you're pretty famous for that. Stand by me. Are uh, we always a singer? Were you comfortable singing in front of a camera with All Blacks uh, watching? What was the setup nah, like? My point of
1: difference was my dancing. Oh, yeah. Um, so that, that's probably what got me over the line. And when we went to the studio to record the singing, like, I think the music guy was like, man. <laughs> um, so, so that was a big old day of auto tune, and, and um, I hope it was my voice. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, so, yeah, funny how that works. But uh, nah, I just, it was cool. Like, back then with the All Blacks, you're a, you're a fan. <clears throat> Maybe not in the way you're a fan now. You know, like I saw them in kind of buzzing. You're a kid and like fame and notoriety, whatever. Probably changed a wee bit nowadays. Mm. Um, but at the time, yeah, it was cool. It was cool to meet, meet all those guys.
0: And you must have been a, like confident as a kid to be able to get up there um, in front of TV cameras and sing. Like me at that age, I couldn't think of anything worse. You know, even like speeches in front of your class were like a nightmare. But yeah, you obviously had that confidence in you i
1: we I think we were trained like um I went to um rui who was one of my uh, teachers and he was a he was a singer you know actor, so south side of Bombay what's a time mr wolf mm. so we we would do a lot of fai cord and a lot of pepeha and preparing as kids, and when you're young and you just feel like well that's what everyone's doing mm. you go around the classroom you know maunga, mm. awa, iwi, and You're doing that often, you're having karakia, so you're standing up and leading and speaking. Five quarter, same thing, uh, so potentially it was just training. And so, when you stood up in other s- places that you didn't really think about it, mm. I- I'm like anyone, like in front of a big crowd or a wrong crowd, I don't really know what I'm doing or I'm making up the D stuff, you get a wee bit nervous. Mm. Uh, but I think that's probably where it comes from. Yeah,
0: would you be confident to do it now, more confident now than when you were? Like, would you sing Stand now? By Me? Oh man, um. <laughs> No, nah. because <laughs> <laughs> you have been doing singing lessons, eh? Like you, you do have a good voice now, probably better than you did when you were at that age. Yeah, it's
1: it's interesting because I'm
0: running out of tricks for Ray, and I've <laughs> been doing
1: karaoke like ups in the morning to get the energy going. And he said Friday's a big one, so um, I better make sure I know uh, uh, the lyrics for that, and I can um, yeah, hopefully like. Shaggy, bombastic, or something—is <laughs> it called baritone? What, what, what? Victor Vito would know.
0: <laughs> so, when did you decide that acting wasn't you? You said it—you didn't quite feel like uh, it was what you wanted to do. Did you have an option to pursue it? Um, you, you do, because you—you
1: kind of—I uh, don't know what they call it—with the agency, you kind of go and—I know and take classes or take new pictures. Mm. And I don't think my teenage years were good to me, you know, with the acne, so. <laughs> That's pretty, pretty limiting. Um, appreciate my wife for, for, for trusting that I'd get through that <laughs> in, in the early days.
0: Is that uh, literally how it dried up? Did you feel, did you feel like no, pressure from acne? Of, <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> no, I don't. And
1: no, huh? definitely not. It was, uh, no, I just, I didn't do it for, for a few years and yeah, kind of got sick of it after a while, yeah. Mm.
0: And was rugby always, like, another dream of yours? Was that, was that always the goal? Nah, no, that wasn't either. Um, I enjoy
1: playing as mm-hmm. um, it's, it's much the next person. If you make a rep team when you're younger, again, it's, it's cool. But I don't really, probably towards the end of college, like when you're in college, and I went to Munna College, a so small school, um, same as TJ, mm-hmm. and we were, like, in the third division and um, we had limited numbers and stuff, so... I reckon probably towards the end of my last year at college, I was like, oh, I'm going to give this a good crack once I leave. So Club Rugby through Norths helped me in that first year to, to, yes, start having a decent go. And uh, I played for New Zealand under-19s the year after that. Uh, So I was young coming out of school. And I think once I made a New Zealand side, that was my first New Zealand side because I hadn't played Wellington secondary school reps or anything like that. True. I kind of worked out. I worked really hard for a a good year in the just by myself and mm. I, I made it in that side
0: and I was kind of like oh man a bit of an aha moment mm. work hard, it helps so, yeah yeah so what was that flick of the switch that made you think shit I'm going to give this a go Oh, you know, i
1: I honestly like looking back now I feel because of our first 15 and because of our school like in the younger grades I might have played a few reps mm. but we weren't in those positions so it was hard for any coach to come to third division and um, you know, we had some twenty-three-year-old uncles playing as well, so <laughs> um, it, it, it was hard. And I, I just felt like some of my mates that went to town schools and they played for rep Sides. I felt, oh, okay, I'll use them as a bit of a reference that they've made these teams. I might be able to have a crack as well. And so there was a wee bit of like chip on my shoulder having come from Portydoor and, mm. and and wanting to um, give it a real crack.
0: And when you made that New Zealand Nineteens team, did you feel like you were good enough? Nah, no, nah, like. That was a good thing I went in there going Oh man What a
1: buzz But The formula since then's always been the same for me Just working hard And mm. You know Even if you're in a team For a longer period And the good thing is I never really um, Had enough talent mm. So You're forced to work But it's actually the, the way you find out What you're about You know So mm. You know I, th- I feel like now Sometimes talent Especially when it's congested in, in top schools Or top areas And People can rely on that And and it serves you for a long period, but if you haven't had tests or multiple tests you, you don't have you have resilience you don't have a it's not resilience mm. you just you've never been you know run around before yeah. or tackled you just used to run through everyone and mm. if you never had that it's um you know and then that comes late or you avoid that you get a little bit older and it's like man, yeah,
0: it's gonna hit you at some point yeah 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 so um it's interesting. And then you obviously went into the Wellington Lions at a pretty young age too. Um, pretty intimidating environment, was it? Um, not, not really. Like Peter
1: Latini, um, Allah used to pick me up. So this was funny. He, he was an all-black midfielder at the time mm-hmm. and he was at and Porirua. And I obviously no car to get to training, so he used to come and scoop me up. And, oh, true. Yeah, it was, it was cool. And looking back now, I was like, man. You know I'm in there Going far out And then a couple of mornings My mum she's like Oh can I get a ride as well I'm like oh my god In the back Mum She's like oh, So I'm in the back And she's yarning to Allah um, You know you're like Oh man What are you doing um, You know next day It's dad His mate And, yeah. and Allah's driving people All over Porirua <laughs> No nah, but I, I think That was cool Because One you realised um, Yeah he's he's the all black Midfielder at the time Just signed for Wellington And and the kind of person he was. Mm. So you kind of re- you worked out pretty quick that man, you can still be that guy, mm. you know, and um, some people, uh, you know, can and some people can't, but Allah was awesome. So I kind of, you know, I had a, you know, I could work hard, but also try and, try and be the best kind of person.
0: Mm. And how long did it take before you got a crack or your debut at that level? Um,
1: it's funny because, like, I was in the, like, um, like in and around the squad, uh, you know, the academy back then it wasn't that big. So you're, you're lifting weights with like Cully and, and Jonah and those guys all at the gym. You're just like, Man, yeah. fire out. Um, it was good though, though, you know, they're all cool game, you know, in, in my eyes. So real superstar guys, but again, just real nice, nice men. And um, it took a wee while before I actually got a game. Funny because Cully played his last game and I played my first in the final. This oh, was my yeah. first cap for Wellington. We played Auckland in the final. And um, uh, he so he came off and everyone's like standing ovation and I was running <laughs> on like man how good's this you know every week five minutes, I'm gonna get used to this. Um, so yeah, that was the start of it. I think CJ was was in the squad at the time and and had been dropped for that game. It was quite funny. Like Chris Boyd had us both in the sheds and was like you're going to play to me and I was like. Trust me, buddy. <laughs> you know what, Siege is like. He's like, oh, man.
0: Yeah. I've been in the squad all year. <laughs> what did he do?
1: Um, I'm not sure. He probably got some dreads or. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, he was obviously a gun, man. As a yeah. young player, he was awesome, strong, could do everything on the field. And if he could sort the hair out, man, he would, uh, <laughs> could have, you know, he could have been great.
0: So were you mainly a fullback back then? Did you go on Kelly nah, at 15?
1: A, I was just the wherever. I yeah. think I was midfield cover at the time, and yeah, I think it was more to give Cully a standing ovation <laughs> than to give me a first <laughs> cap.
0: <laughs> but
1: it's all good, man. Yeah,
0: grateful. And then what was the steps from there? Did you make the Hurricanes the following year? Uh, no, nah, I didn't. I, I didn't, so I was like... That
1: five again, minutes wasn't good nah, enough. I couldn't do it in the five. <laughs> um, yeah, just kind of, again, just keep working to get reps and kind of um, scrap for what I could in the next couple of years, hurricanes, I went to New Zealand 7s. Oh, yeah. So kind of in that space where you you, you got enough between uni, a scholarship and matches, mm. you know, and it's that kind of real dig in, are you going to get over the line and become a pro or not? Mm. So oh, New Zealand 7s was good, loved that. Um, was that to the Commonwealth? Yeah, that was in oh six oh five. um was the, I was on the circuit. Oh, like yeah, five, yeah, yeah. I think, yeah. That was cool. We had my first Sevens game at, at Wellington at Westpac. Oh, true. Packed and we won that comp. And, um, you know, I was like, man, this is awesome. Yeah. Uh, and I loved it. I read really, Sevens suited me again because I was probably fit enough mm-hmm. um, to keep going and, and enjoy Titch's coaching really hard. But, yeah, I enjoyed it. And again, I would have stayed, like, I'd have liked to stay in the Sevens for a longer period. But, mm. um, yeah, I think eventually started cracking to the you know wider hurricanes, etc So mm.
0: that Wellington Sevens was next level yeah back, back then, eh? Yeah,
1: I, I never um went as a um spectator. Oh true. So I think my first time was when I played but it was awesome Right,
0: Shame that it's gone and no yeah. more sevens in New Zealand, real. Yeah, yeah. Is there no sevens in New Zealand? No, nah, oh,
1: wow. Not even Hamilton it's been cut. Yeah. Oh too many V
0: eights. <laughs> So why did you go to um, the wider squad over the sevens? No, was it, I was, was doing both. Oh yeah, yeah. So so the the
1: I think my first fully contracted year '06, um, and I think the wider at that time was enough wider in NPC was enough to you know yeah keep me going and mm-hmm. um, yeah I went to the wasn't playing much. So I went to the Commonwealth games in '06 uh, with a few boys had dropped out of Super Rugby mm-hmm. to kind of boost the team and. I think they were waiting for like Doug Howlett and, and <laughs> Rocks, and I turned up and I'm kind of like, "Oh, you're here last year. <laughs> you got no speed." <laughs> said, oh yeah, he goes. <laughs> How was it though? It was awesome. Like we had a good crew: um Liam Messam and um Corey Jane, Alenda Sorka, I think. Uh, Masur Valance, was, oh, which oh, yeah. he was in. Was as that an Aussie? As, yeah, as in oh, Melbourne. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was cool and a great tournament, and, yeah. and to be in the village and it's. You feel like you're part of something bigger. Mm. Sometimes rugby we can get a wee bit bubbled and yeah. so it was cool, you know, watching the different athletes and supporting some of the others. Yeah. It was awesome. Mate, and the gold medal. Yeah, it was cool. I, I I've lost it since, unfortunately. Um I think I, I huckered it off, went too hard on <laughs> the first hucker. <laughs> and um it fell off and I was just running around giving it that one and another one there and we're huckering again and they kept pointing at me and I was pointing at them but they're saying that my medal had fallen. So uh-huh. I went and found it. Um but again, I've, I've lost it again. And Another hacker. <laughs> yeah, it could have been. <laughs> could well have been. But I've never been one for, um, you know, no disrespect to awards, et cetera, but I've never really been one to, um, especially as a player, to hang awards. because. Mm. Whereas now as a coach, I probably would. Mm. I'd hang a team jersey because it feels like you're part of a, sometimes as a player, individual stuff is, you know, hanging that around the house and what what's my wife hanging? Mm. Um, you know, it's… There's more than kind of, you yeah, one, know, mm. one winner in the house, yeah. so, yeah, but I, I wouldn't mind finding it,
0: though. <laughs> <laughs> Let's track it down. But then, um, obviously, when you go after that, you go back to the Hurricanes, and this is when you become a bit more of a regular player, a bit more of a starter. Yeah, yeah uh,
1: again, we had great midfielders, obviously, Snakey and Ma'a, and, and when I first joined Tana, mm. Tani Tupolotu, um we, we had abundant of, of midfielders, so... It's funny, I started as a 10 without a long kick, yeah, you know, rugby league park as you know well when that (laughs) that north westerly comes and the coaches are real helpful with your kicking by like sitting in the coach's office and just watching. (laughs) Chris Um, Boyd did that to me mate, (laughs) that many times, oh yeah. So the kicking, uh, I started as a 10 and then ended up finishing as a wing, (laughs) True, which is funny so. Just because there's so much talent in the midfield. Yeah, and mm. uh, you know, like we're recruiting uh, there for a time. Yeah, uh, came Jimmy Gopperth, You know, yeah, we the midfield was stacked. CJ was at the full at fullback. So yeah, we had heaps of talent at the time. So mm. just a game where I could
0: get a game. Mm. So how did you go from this like utility guy who's playing everywhere, little bits of minutes, to becoming an All Black? Um, I, I I feel like at the time,
1: the skill set had changed for kind of midfielder wingers. The South Africans were. Bombing everyone, like mm. kicking bombs, and they went away from like um, city and the ball carrying wingers, and maybe like Cucks and uh, Is that, Guildford CJ, mm. the wingers who could slash middies that could do a few different things. Yeah, um, it's interesting. I don't know. So I don't. I used to drop high balls all the time. So. <laughs> <laughs> When I caught them, I had a half decent kickback, so that might be might be right.
0: Why? Oh, it's tough when they say, "Oh, we picked you for your high balls," and deep yeah. down, you are like, "Man, I am not even good at." Home. I thought you are talking about the high ball kicks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you want me to catch them as well? So did you? <laughs> so did your selection come out of the blue, or like, how did you find out? Uh,
1: no, I'd, I'd been in the New Zealand like juniors or A or, oh, or yeah, it now, and yeah. I was captain of that. Team Um, So you knew it was coming No I didn't Um, It's funny Cool story Fiji Saw John Kerr When he was coaching Japan at the time Oh yeah And he just bowled me up Like by the reception And just said Oh do you want to be an All Black And I was like Oh Yeah And he's like Do you know what you need to do To be an All Black I was like Nah (laughs) He's like Do you know who to ring And I was like Yeah Anyway um, Just called Got the info And then it, they had some injuries, so this it sounds like it's
0: called her. who? Do you, who do you call? <laughs>
1: I think it was Smithy at the time. True, but again, like because Fozzy was our coach, um, Colin Cooper, oh, so yeah. they were already in comms around what we needed. Yeah, um, but it's smart, you know. Like if mm. you want to get a job, ask what they want you to do in the job. Yeah, it was just interesting. They bowled me up, but but yeah, thankful for for JK to, for doing that. Mm. And then I actually joined them the next week in Wellington at camp.
0: Wow, what a phone <laughs> call! Yeah. What did you say on it? (laughs) Give us a script. Yeah. No, I
1: I can't remember. Um, But, yeah, I just went to Wellington. They had a few concussions and, um, yeah, I think they they hadn't had many wins at the time as well. Mm. But it was cool. And that was super nervous, you know, rolling to camp. And it's one of those ones where you're kind of like, whew. Yeah. Yeah. Right. How do I sit? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, is this seat at the back of the bus all good to sit here? I'm the first on. I just got
0: here early. <laughs> I can't believe the phone call. You just talked to so Nah, dope. no, no, I didn't. It, it
1: was mine, and I don't even think oh, I took, spoke to Smithy
0: Like posts that we, you know, would
1: because I was I was kind of in the the group, but it was yeah. I, I might have.
0: Gone through fuzzy or yeah. yeah. And then when you made it um, Obviously was the expectation on you um, To do anything, bring anything to the group Yeah, it's, yeah. Well first they told me to leave my um, Vibrant five fingers
1: uh, It's not a sponsor but I tore my um, tiny calf uh, <laughs> Because I was wearing these like toe shoes Oh yeah In, in respect to the people who wear Toe shoes <laughs> and bare feet And bare feet <laughs> And we tore my calf So I missed the championship Or the ability to be selected for the championship right. And then a hard running Beaver Donald played 12 um, Just vicious on the down Oh that was going to be your in debut start. Yeah I think so Yeah, And then didn't start until the India tour So I had to get right by the India tour uh,
0: Why were you we wearing the calf shit? The, um, five, uh, I,
1: I just gave all these free ones To the, the blacks, and I don't think the boys were keen And I was just like man I'm <laughs> <here."> keen. <Like, laughs> Six months of Christmas, wrap <laughs> these under, you know. And but I overwore them, and then the first time I didn't wear them, bang! So But know the All Blacks was good. I, I got to Campbell. One of the things they do, end of year tour, you go and go and meet the coaches and talk about like your goals for the tour and their thoughts on you and why you're in the team, etc. And yeah, it's really funny, like sitting with Ted and um Shag and Smithy, and she's like, Oh, you're gonna be great on tour, and I was, like, Oh, yeah, thanks, Ted. He's like, you sing, you dance, <laughs> you play the guitar, and I was like, I dance. It's <laughs> like in the Novotel started busting a dance on the floor in the in the suite of the, no, not the Novotel, the Heritage. <laughs> I was like, man, went back. I think CJ might have been my roomie, and he's like, what? What'd you say? I told him. he was like, cracking up, laughing.
0: Um, guitar lessons um, straight away. <laughs> He would have been the worst person to get hold of it too like Every post-game he was like
1: Yeah, he wants to
0: I've <laughs> yeah.
1: got a guitar, he's gonna And being, you know, like That old school environment, guitar's awesome You yeah. can sing song over an iPod any day Yeah Just not from me
0: <laughs> Did you have to do it? Did no, you back it up? Or? I reckon
1: I led um, Stand By Me Which was my kind of go-to Yeah um, I just let it hard and then faded, you know. Yeah, yeah, You've got to time it once people have had enough drinks. Yeah. They're just going to roll with it. If mm. you go too early, they're kind of going to watch you a wee bit. So <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's timing.
0: But you said you're you'd dance. So would you get up and just dance in front of the group? <laughs> or how would that work? When you say you could entertain by dancing, would the boys just watch you dance? <laughs> <laughs> nah. <laughs>
1: No, nah, no, nah, I, I enjoy a dancer when you go out, you know, like yeah, cut a okay. few shapes. Um, but not
0: at the front of the team. Eh? New Zealand
1: 20s or 21s, I think it was like Luke McAllister and Pity Whippy had this massive dance battle at the World Cup. Oh, I against, that. can't remember who it was. Like we, were, we were like taking on these other guys. Yeah, I um, yeah. don't know if it was crumping, <laughs> but and I wouldn't want, like to see the footage. <laughs> but Pity's a good dancer. Is he? Yeah, he moves well.
0: True. Yep. Yeah. What sort of dancing do you do? When you say dancing, is it cramping? Or is what sort of dancing is it? Nah, nah, nah. Salsa?
1: Nah, just the, nah, just
0: express yourself, eh? Yeah. Yeah. Just move with the music. Yeah, you're <laughs> <Nah>. <laughs> <laughs> just,
1: just try your best is what I call it. <laughs> I try to win more one Christmas and these big, like, uh, this when, like, not pulps, I think they're pulps, but pulps for men. Yeah. We're in and I was trying to, like, um, win one. <laughs> I keep whacking, I reckon... Done both my meniscus, <laughs> and the clapping died down. I was like, "Oh, I'm not getting, I'm not tucking it under enough." So,
0: uh, they sort of moves.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's it. no, actually, I don't know. For, for, I went to Hamilton the the other day, the um stage show in Melbourne. Oh, awesome, yeah. and it's one of those things you watch it. It's a hip hop R and B stage show, and just because of with the kids as well at home, we're just dancing to everything. So, yeah. I don't know. It's probably. Again,
0: it's not serious, but... Yeah. Do you reckon you could have gone down that route as a pro dancer? A pro dancer?
1: Uh, nah, mm-hmm. I don't think so. Because, again, it's like, it's choreographer? Yeah, yeah.
0: Choreography? Nah, I just want to... You know, do you, do yeah, you? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm yeah, with you. So then you get over to um, the NDA tour with the All Blacks. You're singing, you're dancing. How did, the, how did the footy go? Yeah, it was all right. We It's interesting, like, first time in
1: it, you... You're not that brave And you're real You know It's like boys here in preseason. You're super tense mm. You don't want to make a mistake So that's You know I enjoyed the tour And Came back to New Zealand I Actually went straight to Japan Post that tour Why was that? Um, I, at the time I think mm. we we're Coming into the eleven World Cup And I think Sonny was have re-signed And Snaky Skucks Cuckers. Is like a Probably the best midfielders we've had mm. In one period And I I was a wee bit older too And it took me a while To get into the All Blacks In my mind um, How old were you? I think I might have been 25
0: True 26. Still not that old eh? Yeah but at
1: the yeah. When you think of it You're yeah. kind of like um, Anyway I left Went to Japan And had 18 months there And then I, then I came back mm. And I managed to get back In the team again And probably that second round I felt more comfortable mm. You know And which just goes to show A lot of it is mental mm. You know what you think Of yourself In that moment Whereas um, yeah, post Japan, I just played freely, enjoyed it. it was down at the Highlanders' new club, mm. and um, yeah, the, the rugby was a lot easier because I was easier on myself in mm. terms of my head game. It's a it's a massive learning. I wish I had had it earlier in my career, but um, I wouldn't change it. That you know, having always having a fight for minutes and positions, etc. Mm. I didn't really have the luxury of relaxing mm. in a lot of ways. I was always trying to learn and. You know, goal kicker. It's like special teams. It's like yeah. I'm on every special team. <laughs> goal kicker, guitar player, <laughs> <kind of> like <laughs> spokesman, yeah. speech man, every sponsor's gig. <laughs> and, yeah, but when I came back, yeah, just, I just enjoyed the footy and, and played a lot
0: better. Mm. So why did you go to the Landers? Obviously, you're a Wellington boy, Kane's, Kane's legend. Yeah, I think at the time – you know, I thought about it I was home
1: And Jamie Joseph Who coached me at Wellington and I played well for was, was at the Highlanders Yeah And I don't, I, I think he was new So he was recruiting oh, right, I yeah. was home on a break And he just gave me the big You know The big pull the t-shirt down And How hey, you going bro <laughs> And when you get that one You're like Oh And yeah. he's like It's in your contract now You know And you got to sign it now You're like Oh But I was home And I was keen And Yeah um, It was good It was it was different it was fresh under the roof, so I really enjoyed my time down there. Um yeah.
0: You weren't part of that bad culture clean out at the Canes, that wasn't you. Nah, and, and I wasn't part of the it's <laughs> gonna sound funny.
1: And I wasn't part of the, the Highlanders one, the <laughs> one to thirty seven or something like that <laughs> wasn't me, man. No, nah, I, I loved it down there. I yeah. I actually I played the Highlanders that First year enjoyed it and then I had a shoulder Recon after the India tour the next year mm. And didn't play the next I played probably three games at the end of the year Of, of the year where we lost a lot of games So that was hard in a way because you're in a sling And you know it's hard to play a guitar in a sling <laughs> So <laughs> I couldn't get on the field And um, So it was It was a tough year you yeah. know because there was good coaches And good players um, And we were just losing games And, and that tension built mm. Um and then they made a documentary about it. <laughs> I'm joking, Nussie.
0: <laughs>
1: See you in January Bender.
0: Owen oh, seven. That was the year, eh? When you guys were oh, and seven. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. True. And you had the stack team. You everyone, everyone I've had on who's been in that year always speaks about how stacked that team was. Yeah. Everyone was coming in like yourself and
1: just to confirm I was injured for the seven first games.
0: <laughs> yeah. Did you come back? I played the last couple Oh true So you're the
1: difference (laughs) No I played the last couple In South Africa Yeah And did you have kids At this stage Was your wife Moving around with you Yeah Yeah we had um, Two when we got to Dunedin Oh yeah And then um, We got back to Japan And just Started um, going for it You know
0: Mm. So how many more years Did you go to Japan for Um, I reckon another six True So why'd you leave The Landers that year
1: Um Again, like I'd come home for that period. Yeah. I'd been been away for two, came home for two, and then at the time they said something like, I was backstabbing a lot of the boys and they wanted not have done Oh, jeez, no, I was no, like, here no, we go.
0: <laughs> no, um, again,
1: I, I felt w- when I came home to start with, yeah. would have been for a short period just to have that crack and that taste of – well, yeah, it's a bit of a lie now because – to have that last crack at super Yeah I went to Japan And then I had three years With the Rebels So mm. I, I tried to come back to uh, The high, the Highlanders again But I, I hadn't played the 80 caps That you needed to Oh really uh, Andy also Andy was doing Kobe and Crusaders Oh yeah And what were you on? I was 78 And they wouldn't Really right. The funny thing was I, If I had assigned the Highlanders I would have played Enough to get me over To then go back and forth Yeah um, But Yeah I mean They're probably trying to set a some kind of rule, mate. That is that is a joke. I think that's what it was. <laughs> why they didn't let me back, <laughs>
0: kept it two before yours, yeah. Mate, that's crazy. But you obviously loved Japan, yeah, um, to, to spend that much time over there. Family loved it, yep. Yeah. yeah, we um, we really enjoyed it. We had a great spot where we were. We're
1: you know, a great group of foreigners. Um, you need that, especially for you know, the wives and partners, mm. the kids to be able to connect because you. It, it can be isolating in a lot of ways. If you set it up, it's the opposite. You get really connected with – I was there with Colin Burke and uh, Mike Broadhurst, Tim Nana Williams, right, yeah. uh, Robbie Robinson, uh, Matt came up for a stint, uh, Roy Kenny Sure. Kenny There's heaps of us, Hale Tee um, We just had a good group that we – like off the field we'd connect, the families all got on, and then when we got to work as a collective, we were like, man, we got to – Put it in here mm. I think sometimes In Japan can go The opposite Some foreigners Don't get on well And um, Yeah but we loved it You know we Loved our club there At Rico And you know Appreciate that time
0: mm. And how did you Find the footy
1: Yeah it got better Like we, when I first arrived Stephen Larkin was there He was still oh, a yeah. player um, So it was cool You know He was a probably you know, A bit of a revolutionary Kind of guy With the Brumbies In those early mm-hmm. days And to watch Bernie And um, to get to know him Was cool um, I think the footy got better and better. Yeah. I still think it's getting better up there. Um, You know, sometimes you're like, man, what are you doing? Mm. But the first few years, you're really just ripping in. You, you know, it's, it's new, so it's fresh and, mm. um, yeah.
0: And, man, with all the ideas like you have, was it hard for you to not try and put too much on these guys or try and change too much? Yeah. Yeah, more for the coaching. Yeah. Like, depending
1: on what level of coach you've got there at the time, you're kind of Trying to support them The best way you can mm-hmm. And I think the good ones Would take on As much info as you could um, Being that you You come from super And some guys Internationals Oh James Haskell Was there as well Oh yeah um, And we'd all try And chip in um, And some it Could get frustrating When I guess the coach Wouldn't embrace it as much mm-hmm. Whereas here Like you know We bring in all the info And try and get the best mm-hmm. um, As opposed to I, I feel Potentially at times Maybe the coaches Were feeling like the The, the Japanese might think they're not doing their own thing, I'm mm. not sure, but no, you know, we loved it up there.
0: So did you play Landers with Haskell and then yeah. go to Japan with him?
1: Uh, we, the, the other way round.
0: Oh, true. Japan, Japan first and then the
1: Landers, yeah. Oh,
0: yeah. So you must have been there uh, at the big party that time. I wasn't, nah. Oh, no, you were the one, you and Hoon were the two who didn't go.
1: I didn't get invited because um <laughs> something about that. <laughs> nah, no, nah, I
0: wasn't at... Get a gig, gig on, gig. probably. <laughs> yeah.
1: I went to the next day, which was cool. Um, no, Haski's he's a he's a full-on dude, and yeah. um, he, he he was kind of like our stepson, almost like Miyu you Dupree in Japan. It's oh, yeah. always yeah. over. <clears throat> My wife's a good cook, so he's always like, yeah, you know, um, he's got good manners, polite English boy, and yeah, yeah, it was a funny old, funny old setup with <laughs> him. I think Lima dunked an egg on his head, <laughs> and then Kay jumped over the fire and. Adam Thompson (laughs) Came off the top rope But um, Hask is good eh? Because Like the next day We had a cordy And he just Mm. stood up And explained the whole thing Yeah And I think for a lot of Kiwis I kind of like Oh well He he just gets on with it Yeah 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 As opposed to holding Any kind of Mm. A few boys came in And Yeah You know But it was cool Yeah I loved it Really uh, enjoyed playing with him He's a full on dude Yeah He's got some energy man That (laughs) guy (laughs) Um, he just had a baby, so it'd be interesting to see if that slows him down. <laughs> Surely, yeah. Wait till he gets to six. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. And then you you mentioned at the end of your time at Japan, instead of coming back, you tried to come back to Landers, but you end up over at the Rebels. Yeah. How did yeah. that one? How did that one work out?
1: Um, I can't even remember how. Uh, I think maybe Scott Fusola might have been there already. Oh yeah. I can't remember the initial conversations, but went there. Tony McGahn, awesome. Like arrived. Because when I was going back and forth from Japan Like some days I'd arrive on captain's run Before the kickoff of the first game And just roll out Like I started the Landers Against the Chiefs Had one captain's run True um, So it shows like What pre-seasons are this <laughs> joking, right? joking um, Yeah and, and the same with uh, The Rebels just met them Tony McGahn really enjoyed his coaching the head coach Full on dude But again different So mm. swears every second word But yeah. taught me plenty about footy Ripped into there, loved Melbourne. That was different. I'd just been up there last week with the Storm, and when I rolled in, I was like, man, how do we come here with three kids, mm. six suitcases, and do that back and forth three years? Yeah. I wouldn't do it again.
0: Oh, I, were you moving back and forth? Yeah, just True. suitcases. Yeah. Far out.
1: So that was kind of we'd just bowl up, yeah. pre-season play, then leave. Um, Crazy. It was good, kept you fresh, and yeah. Melbourne's an unreal city. Tough who, on the wife and kids though, eh? Yeah. Or was, it was she sweet? It, yeah, she was, yeah. I, I think she was. <laughs> now we, again, um, the Melbourne part was a good break for us. We'd had a wee bit of time in Japan. Yeah. So we'd go there. The kids were at school. Yeah. Um, you, were, <laughs> I think we spent our whole wages on food and just butt. <laughs> It was a freshen up from yeah. Japan and probably allowed us to stay so long in Japan and mm. you get to play super again, which is, you know, if you still feel like you can, I think you should.
0: And were your kids at school age then? So without yeah. jumping back and forth with a full Japanese Advanced Australia Fair, yeah. To full Aussie school.
1: They weren't at school in Japan. We homeschooled oh, yeah. them. Oh, okay. Um, so we try to keep them on the same curriculum because we were moving so much. Yeah. They went to school in Melbourne and, you know, like, interesting, yeah, cool. We went to Rarotonga with my wife's, um from the Cook Islands and we got there and my daughter was like, are we Japanese or are we Australian? I was <laughs> like, oh man, we need to move home. <laughs> um, So it was, it was interesting, when we, you know, to bring them home and, yeah. and since coming back home, they've just embraced, you know, New Zealand, um, they love Kapahaka, they True, love yeah. Yeah, weekend sport, all the stuff that they've potentially missed. Mm. I, I I looked at my son. I was like, man, I reckon this guy's six months away from just living on an iPad. Oh yeah, when we're away. Yeah. Um, although they were jiu jitsu, they were rock climbing, yeah, and yeah, doing yeah. heaps. <clears throat> you just he hadn't had that social stuff. Yeah. Now he's in. You know. Now he's he's mm-hmm. loving it. He's fourteen, vaping the whole
0: thing. <laughs> <laughs> he's not. <laughs> oh, and how was the uh, how was the footy over there? How did the Aussie footy, the awesome. style of footy, yeah. compare?
1: Good learnings Like the, I, I honestly think the Aussies are tougher um, Tougher? Yeah I think Well especially the the Melbourne Because we didn't have the talent So mm-hmm. it was like Mitch Inman Running hard mm-hmm. Sean McMahon running hard Like And potentially because we trained next to the Storm We were trying to run harder than them <laughs> um, But they are They're gritty And they're tough And fit um, So it was cool from a Again, learning a different style of coaching and and watching where you can push mm. um, um, push players to to get the most out of them, mm. especially in those kind of no talent areas. And um, I loved I yeah, love the footy up there. We had a we had a good good group. We would probably just missed their thereabouts um, in a lot of games, but it was become the depth in the end. And mm. a group like that, if you lose a few in key spots, then you really start to bleed. And, mm. Whereas if you can keep your your fifteen. Fresh you probably You go right mm.
0: is, is that what you'd say The massive difference is Between the Kiwi sides And the Aussie sides You obviously played the coach, have coached Both sides of the Tasman So was that would that be The biggest difference That you've noticed That depth uh, Depth yep Definitely depth um, The other
1: thing You know like on a On a play style as well um, mm. You know we can We've probably got More flair And ability To be able to play Like they've probably Changed the DNA Of especially the Wallabies mm. um, Of their their group but I think we again they in deep down they're still that that tough um you know grindy kind of footy short passing which has actually come back you know, mm. a lot of short passing loops return ball stuff but yeah that, that would definitely be a diff- big difference and then how hard they train holy maybe that's why they haven't got the depth they're,
0: <laughs> they're all injured trained to death <laughs> <laughs> so why did you have to retire in then? what what was, the, what was the reason? Was it injury or just decision? Uh, no, nah, it was
1: decision. You know, I got probably a wee bit frustrated with, I felt at the time and, and I'd felt for a while that I, th- I thought I could do more coaching, uh, mm. especially in Japan and the level I was. Um, and when you make that decision internally, I think your body starts to kind of, you know, you start going leading that way. So mm. the final contracts I was on, like player coach and then coach um, gigs, which allowed me to kind of um, yeah, do, do a bit more coaching, and, and I, th- I like to think I'd probably help the team more, especially in those last years, than I could mm. as a player. And mm. yeah, and it's since kind of got me on the coaching. Uh,
0: Did you always want to coach? Was that like a plan from a young age, or no,
1: nah, it wasn't. Um, well, like I've always enjoyed the game, and, and probably part of not having a lot of talent is you got to understand like mm. where the shortcuts are. Yeah, and you can do that if you study the game more. So by studying the game and Having a passion for that part, it's you're doing that a lot as a coach anyway. Mm. So understanding, you realise it's not for everyone. Like people are like, man, mm. no thanks. Yeah, um, but yeah, I was doing that for a while, so it kind of made a lot of sense to have a have a go.
0: And how have you found it? Obviously, look at look at the success you've brought to every team you've been involved in. Uh, obviously, very good at it. I've witnessed it firsthand. You're world class. But have you found um, coaching? uh it's it's been challenging, I think having
1: good people and good structures definitely help um ha- what I mean by that is having kind of um leaders and support staff that allow you to be yourself mm. um, you know from a technical perspective you're trying to work out what your style might be but as a person if you if you're allowed to be who you who you are well you can just rip in mm. um, and that's a big part from Ray um down here when I first met him he was just like oh quite funny. He called and he's like,
0: oh, it's Razor. And I was like, I've got a
1: friend, Honore. I was a shoe, like, shoot, Unre. I was like, shoot, I thought it was Ray Sarah. He's like, no, nah, it's Razor. And, like, <laughs> and he's like, Scott Robinson. And like, oh, hey, man, uh, who you after? <laughs> like, I think he's like, yeah. like looking for a player. I knew my playing days were done. He's like, oh, have you th- think you thought about coaching. I was like, have now. <laughs> and then uh, came down But the thing with Ray's big on Had you
0: not coached uh, before?
1: No, I was in Japan coaching Oh, true yeah, and then I done But you Wellington. hadn't done anything here Oh, you'd done Wellington, Wellington. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 and he, he was um, He just learned like First thing, talk about Where I am, where I'm from And my background And obviously the footy stuff to understand But mm. probably you know, doing a wee bit of jujitsu and, and being proud in my maori tongue mm. is something that he was like Just encouraged me to, to bring that So think that's been awesome i can come to meetings and just it it doesn't feel like 2022 te reo maori like Mm. i'm just just doing it as i normally would at home Mm. and that feels really natural to me Mm. and when i'm in that space then i can do the learning which i feel like i'm trying to be what i feel like a coach should be yeah you know i probably have more white hair (laughs) clipboard glasses
0: (laughs) so that's been cool yeah yeah so when did, what, what speak about your Te reo journey? Like, was that from a young age as well? And have you always spoken it? Are you fluent? Yeah,
1: yeah. I'll, I'd say I'm fluent enough. Um, yeah. Yeah. Like we grew up learning Te Reo Maori. We were in um, we wasn't Kuta Kopapa at the time, but I guess Takawang or were an intermediate between or bilingual. Yeah, and we are great teachers, and there was a good movement at the time. We we're lucky, I suppose, saying, Rui and Up uh, Arania, Upirama, um, Karanga Ngoropo. Um, we had really good teachers, um, Dean that were that were all like really keen, mm. and so my father hadn't learned. Both my parents are Maori, but Mum went to school to learn. Um, my grandfather, her uh, her father, was an All Black halfback, and he he was Maori and was on his way to um, South Africa for the All Blacks in the fifties, and he got turned around in Sydney because um, he was Maori. True. Um, so I, I don't know whether that that spurred her to to go and learn, you know, feeling a bit gutted that mm. happened to the old man and, and, and that was nineteen fifties Mori where he wasn't speaking and and ripping pukanas and stuff mm. on the boat like so it's kinda like whoa if you think about it mm. I think that's like an R word. But um so I, I don't know, we, we were lucky in terms we we learnt it in Kappa and we it was just something that we always did. And um yeah, it's it's just cool in these environments to to have um, the support to just embrace that and, and do what you would do at home anyway. Mm, no,
0: that is cool. And, and, and talk to me about your plans. Like obviously, you're into your third year here with the Crusaders, uh, Wellington coaching jobs, up for grabs next year. What, do you, what are you thinking? Are you looking to potentially take that? Or um, where do you see your coaching going? Yeah, oh,
1: I, I'm really enjoying it here. Mm. Um, I love the learning. I love um, the pressure um, of, of trying to repeat and get better every day um, The pressure being you know, Having one to win again And mm. go better, I love that um, The support and the environment Is, is great uh, Again I'm from, from Wellington mm. So I'm, my family's still there We're both Porirua kids so, um, and, and had success this year with Wellington So it's a, it's a challenging one to, to work out where to be mm. um, you know, There's a New Zealand Māori team as well That um, I'd, I'd love to be a part of One day um, for obvious reasons. Mm. Um, yeah, so I'm, I'm kind of in making a few decisions at the moment mm. and have a good chance over Christmas to reflect on um, the year and then also plan next steps. You know, you've got to think about the big picture being, um, you know, she has been with, we've been together now 22 years and like that's a lot of support and mm. I need to make sure it's genuine when I talk to her like to say, do you want me to mm. keep doing this or or do you want me to be an actor? Like, uh, <laughs> I can do it, you know, I can bring in more. It's two choices, there <laughs> Um, so you know, we can make sure that we consider everything. Um, you know, it's whanau first and making sure they're in the best position. My um, old man, um, yep, he's oh, he's Sorry, bro. yeah, it's good. Um, we make decisions for the best um, for our family. Yo man. <clears throat> he was a center. He reckons. That was a big center back in the day. He reckons. Well, now people tell me, but he's um, he's been crook for a wee while. So one of the decisions we came back to Japan was just be closer to home. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and making good decisions for our kids, like these these years and moments with. Grandparents mm. um, and and for us with my wife and I with our parents are are important and we need to make sure and we have we we definitely do spend so much time with them mm. um, so th- that's important as well um, but he also gets you know he knows mm. that the, the you know, he's not mm. like I don't see you man mm. he's, he he loves it that I'm down here and ripping into the footy and mm. and and he sees how happy I am because I love the work and um, yeah so the next next little period will be interesting but we'll try and make sure that um yeah, we can try and get the best of, of most of it thinking of um the big picture mm.
0: it's definitely the hardest part about coaching for me it's not about me i mean it's it's a fun job i love it love every day but um the other side of it hey eh, what your partner or um, whoever it is has to go through with looking after the rest of family moving around chasing chasing the dreams and um sacrificing all this stuff for you to yeah. do your job which I know like me personally I did it as a player, so then to try and now do it as a coach it yeah. seems a little bit selfish. So yeah. um it is I feel like it's a it's sort of a job without kids or a partner, I feel like, but if you've got that support like you obviously do, um it must be awesome to have that backing.
1: It is, it is. And and as I'm saying, you need to be really considerate when we we talk about um the future that I'm it's not like I'm doing rugby one hundred percent and then let's make some decisions. It's like if if we're gonna do something else, we'll do it. Um, we'll make sure that it's we know we're genuine. We're gonna love it. Mm. Um, but as I said, making sure it's it's not that rugby is trumping everything. Yeah, again, kind of thing. And then obviously, kids and middlemen. I get frustrated when I bring the whistle home and just start demanding <laughs> <you> know, <laughs> demanding things around the house, the lawns, and <laughs> the
0: washing, and that.
1: So um, it's just a habit, you know. Yeah. Forever on the whistle
0: <laughs> <laughs> If you weren't um, coaching What would you be doing you reckon
1: um, I'd be co- coaching some um, You know probably in, in te ao Māori space oh, yeah. Health, fitness um, haura, mm. um In some form It's a passion Anyway I get to do it My daily job And I learn plenty To then do it outside of footy
0: mm.
1: Yeah and I Again I just, from where I've been brought up And um I just feel in, in rugby and professional environments, there's so much good stuff that you can kind of share it twice in mm. here and then you're, you're out there in the community sharing it because mm. if you if you don't get into these places for whatever reason, um, it doesn't mean you you should have to miss out. So, mm. like, yeah, if I was in footy, I'd be in, still in some form of coaching leadership and sharing. Um, that's what I'm passionate about. So, mm.
0: Mate, love it. Well, as always, we have gone to our um, Instagram for some questions, and um, the lad you are, you've had plenty come in. And I, I sort of missed it during the, um, as we were going through it, but the most of the questions were about this magical moment um, Highlanders versus the Crusaders. Um, I think you're at 13, at some magical offload. Some people call it the greatest pass <laughs> in super rugby history. Talk me <laughs> yeah, through it. Yeah. Um,
1: I think. Uh, Obviously, I was probably the last couple games of the season, and um, was this that year that the Owen seven year? I I can't remember. It might have been. It it might have been because I was like, I was playing with one arm, you know. Um, so I had a shoulder recon, and Jamie brought me back early. So, um, that's the first part. (laughs) I was in a J Mar brace. Um, and then when I um, pushed Ryan Crotty off, um, the All Blacks. (laughs) No, No, just I think by the end of my career, like. You do that at touch And you yeah. go around the back Or over the top Whatever And um, it's a good learning point as well That you can do things on the field You know As long as you practice it And you know what you're doing Yeah And I just I've always thought Like if you bring the board to the line that way They can get in between the paths mm. Whereas yeah. if you put it around your back If you're accurate enough You can dig in and force that guy to turn So mm. Yeah It was more yeah, <laughs> It was more just Yeah Going for it really Yeah And I would say the same thing to kids now. Like if you have that skill and and you're getting reps on it, you know, pull it because, yeah. yeah. So
0: how come we didn't see more of it?
1: Well, as I said, like the start of my career, man, I was yeah. you're not getting on the field for five minutes <laughs> and going around the back <laughs> like that. <laughs> you're gonna be back at club rugby real quick. And you get on for five minutes, man, you talk, make your tackles. Don't give any penalties. <laughs> next week you get seven minutes. That's why it didn't happen earlier. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, that's good stuff. Okay, next one. Ask him about the story of how he tackled Richie McCaw at training. <laughs> oh,
1: that's for yeah. That'll be from CJ, probably. Yeah, I'll, and I'll tell it. Like, we had this live kind of clean out drill. Yeah. And um, yeah, this is this is probably more, what is it, Grav McGrath than Jiu Jitsu, but. <laughs> Like he was over the ball, yeah. and I kind of came on an angle and tried to just get like get a double um, back leg or just tip him. Yeah, and uh, I got him somewhere else, and he just like he felt it and pretty much popped straight off. Um, <laughs> Wait, got his nuts? Nah, <laughs> nah. Accidentally, uh, one, as my hand was going around to get his back, it's like a quick jab, and he just
0: like, spooked him like a cat on the roof. <laughs>
1: I haven't actually taught that. Clean so, where did you get him? Up, up there.
0: Where was it? I'll leave that to the imagination. Yeah.
1: But I haven't brought that clean out technique in yet. The coaching starts going south, man. I'll be bringing those ones in. For cat on the roof clean out.
0: Oh, no wonder um, when he was on the other day, you are way down the back. He could look me in the eye. Sorry Richie <laughs> oh, That's good Okay Next one Why did he hang upside down on his bunk bed? Oh man Is this, uh, this is from my brother?
1: <laughs> yeah I can't explain that one Because uh, he This is my brother Jacob He was doing it first And uh, people thought we were twins when we were younger Because um, he was the same size Yeah Dad like, he used to just give us the number one haircut Like all the time Yeah um, So no He, uh, he invented it the upside down hang and you know, f- I just yeah, followed his lead. So.
0: <laughs> what did it do? <laughs> <laughs>
1: no, it's just good for your strength.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> oh, that's a good question, Jake. Thanks, man.
0: <laughs> okay, See I you Christmas. <laughs> I don't quite get it, but um, next one. Does he still use orange zest spritz as his facial routine and is that why he's aged so well? That's Dwayne Sweeney. Yeah, it is. He still eat two Snickers bars a week. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um,
1: oh, man, I gave up on the orange spritz. I had probably the worst game of rugby ever. I played first five for New Zealand Māori and was goal-kicking. Dan briani was the opposition 10, and I was just spraying them. I'd oh, hate to see true. the stats. It's probably one from seven. We lost the game, and um,
0: <laughs> I gave up the orange spritz. So what was that? It what was is like it a vitamin spritz? C? Oh, yeah.
1: Face spray, like I was being real super healthy that year. I've oh, been yeah. um, to these coaching courses, and I was using everything in that, like, under the sun. Yeah, including the spritz. And then I had a shocking game, and you haven't used it since. Then,
0: so. <laughs> you have aged quite well, though. Have you put it down to your what facial routines, or no, 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 no. Um, <laughs> I got oh, here. Yeah. <laughs> but I
1: did see Big B to Mighty Williams. I reckon he's dying his hair early. Oh true. I'm sorry, B. Mate, um,
0: that's throwing him under the bus.
1: I'm just thinking he, yeah, it might just be um might just be jet black. <laughs> <laughs> I went great pretty early.
0: Yes, yeah, so did I I'm always wear a hat. <laughs> but you're someone from memory, this is just a story that I heard, someone who always spent a lot of money or you invested in yourself as a rugby player. Yeah, like when you reflect back on it, it,
1: it actually makes a lot of sense mm. because um, you know if you get one more year out of it, in depending you know like the, the back end of your season, especially if you're overseas, it's going to pay itself off. Mm. Um, so making sure you're you're trying to get the best out of your career because with footy it, it is it, go, it comes and goes really fast. Mm. So getting the some support and, and yeah, it's been great. For, for a lot of reasons, um, still catch up with a lot of those guys and still use a lot of the, the techniques um, that I was taught back back then and it's been well worth the investment.
0: Mm, mate, because uh, it makes so much sense. You said all the time these young kids just expect everything to be put on a plate but um, the biggest investment as a professional rugby player is obviously yourself so whatever you need to do, whether it's all those little things. what What little things were you doing like? Give us an example of I some looked, of those. So some of them were like courses outside of footy. Oh, like yeah. going
1: away, like a two day course around like peak performance and oh, yeah. and learning some strat. I remember coming back from them and you're just like you're on cloud nine and yeah. you you're at work scrubbing the toilets
0: actually.
1: <laughs> actual you know, like you're buying people lunch and you're just loving life and mm. but it's a really Reflecting back Being able to be Right in that moment And and, um, Giving everything To that moment Because of this Mm -hmm. You know I remember We're testing um, Like Phosphate decrement And stuff Post Would have been the same week After I've just come off this course And I was just loving it Like Mm -hmm. oh man How good's testing (laughs) We get to know where we are And if we're not where we need to be Like We get a marker You know Yeah We could have avoided this And everyone's like Bro shut up (laughs) (laughs) trying to get rid they of bring it. your positive. Yeah Yes I was um, But it's Again it's well worth it And to realise that That's a mindset as well mm. You can get to that place um, It's not for everyone But uh, Yeah I, you know, I definitely enjoyed it For mm-hmm. sure And especially with Around goal setting if You can get You know set goals When you're in that place You'll be surprised at You know what you'll reach for mm. um, So I, I, yeah I definitely recommend Working on your mental game Mm. You know, you think of it, how much of it we do um, deliberately is, is not a major part compared to everything else. Mm. Yet. If you get that part right, it can make a massive difference.
0: 100%. Like that. Took a bit of a detour off the um, orange zest, but hell of an answer. Um, next one. Oh, you'll know who this one came from. I heard he can belt out Lady in Red. Can he give us a re Lady in
1: Red. That's a good song. I
0: can't. I wouldn't do it justice Although this is a good setup. Yeah you my, sound good eh? Um, I reckon if you're gonna hit it It's gonna be on this Nah it's not oh. Even just there Yeah I almost missed that again <laughs> um,
1: yeah, yeah I need to get back to singing though Could you give us a little stand by me or something
0: When the night
1: <laughs> no, that's how it went That's how they had to Because I was like "Win the night And then when it came on the computer I was like When the night I was like Ooh. Stronger than I <laughs> thought Mate. Has come oh, yeah, yeah, yeah
0: So Man they, I was expecting to ease into it nah, I see what nah. you mean How you go hard But yeah. like, that was probably the best couple, Two seconds yeah, yeah. of singing I've heard Win the
1: first steps And win the start Yeah And then um, And then pray that
0: people jump in Yeah <laughs> Mate, I sort of I felt like I jumped in shock or <laughs> yeah. amazement. But yeah, yeah. do you want to go again and do the whole thing? Or? Nah, okay. No, that I was good. I got, mate. Yeah, just snippet, yeah, a teaser. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> got to pay for the concert. Yeah. <laughs> okay, next one. Um, who's got to be the bad man? So this doesn't make much sense to me, but hopefully it does to you. Yeah, I'm. I'm trying to work out where this is from. It's. Uh,
1: yeah, I like it. Somebody's got to be the bad guy I think mm. Yeah one of the uh What's the movie Is it um Drug movie Oh So many Yeah yeah um, Machine gun Oh But I Yeah it's a cool line Because it's like Sometimes And what the person's saying By being the bad man is He's being disruptive You know mm. like But he's doing it for a reason and Someone's got to do it mm-hmm. Sometimes standing around going it's a person who's like, unless they do it all the time, and then mm. it's going kind of like, oh, man, going again. <laughs> Whereas, yeah, somebody's got to be the
0: bad guy. So is that sort of a quote that you live your life by? No, it's not no? not at all. <laughs> um,
1: I'm the one saying, hey, somebody's got to be the bad guy here. It's not going to be me. <laughs> nah, but sometimes, yeah, uh, yeah. More and more, I think, um, in 2022, like, I want to get, like, real deep into freedom of speech, et cetera, mm. but. Get in there. Yeah, yeah. Especially if it's for, if the intent is pure, you know, mm. like the reason you're doing it is this, because that can, yeah, you know, as it like now gets sound bites and headlines get it held and then mm. they're gone and mm. it can turn into anything. So people don't say anything, but is it repressed? Yeah. Yeah. Somebody's got to
0: be the bad guy. Like it. Okay. Next one. Hardest player you had to tackle? Tamanatahu in the league? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he played – we
1: played – New Zealand A played Wallabies. Yeah. And he was midfielder then. True. Um, Super strong. Yeah. And he's a bit like Rene Ranger. Like Rangers – he doesn't look that big. um, Yeah, Yeah, rock. But he's like – and then I remember reading like a – when Tamana went back to uh, the league, Mm. read a magazine as like the strongest guys in the NRL in the gym. Oh, yeah. And he was like power cleaning 120. Oh. It's like, Man. Wonder why? <laughs> I was trying to show that. To you. Yeah, bring up on um, Chris Boyd. Yeah, Boyd, He just got an article here. Remember an oh, wait winter to who um, Run through me all the. Yeah.
0: Mate, you answered that so quick. Yeah, I yeah. didn't even have to think about it. Obviously, there's memories. In Nightmares. There. Yeah. Is there? yeah, yeah. We've all got one. Yeah. Okay, best midfielder you had. You got to play with. Oh, hard question. Yeah, um, you played with all of them. Oh.
1: I would have to say Ma'a. Yeah. Like, Snakey, obviously, very um, close. Snakey, for different reasons. Yeah, I think um, just the growth in Ma'a's game, though, like, there's there's a lot of midfielders that have that power play style, but not many evolve to have a long pass, long kick, decision-making at the highest level. Like, he's not doing this just in super. He's doing it in test matches. Big long um kicking game. So I think the evolution of Ma and where he finished um to where he started was, was yeah. Ma.
0: Ham at twelve, you at thirteen. Is that the dream
1: combo? Um depends what because the or early years 10. you wouldn't get the ball. <laughs> like early days you just have to clean the ruck. Um Maybe 15
0: because he loved them Cut out pass Ah uh, yeah 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 Hit too early Yeah 15 on the bounce You better catch it too <laughs> <laughs> You Better catch it Okay last question Ask everyone this one But best piece of advice you have for a lad listener
1: um, I think the best piece of advice Is um, To know yourself mm. uh, And then to be yourself So you know know what you stand for know what's what's true for you and and your you know your fano and whatever is in your heart and then just be it mm-hmm. um, not trying to be anyone else's whatever um, but take time to reflect on what's important to you because you know when we get a lot of time here at the uh, Cranford Oak Motel <laughs> 117 a night free Milo you get a lot of time to um you know reflect and yeah. And think about it so it's important when we're working you're so much in it mm. in the work take time to reflect and and um check in on what's important to you because that also changes you know that changes over time mm. so continuing to understand yourself and then once you do then just then just go and be it because um if you're trying to be something else for someone else I don't, I, it's never sustainable mm. um
0: Mate, oh, I knew it was going to be good—the best yet. <laughs> love that advice, and uh, what a podcast! Obviously, um, I love to save some of the best guests I can get for the last of the season, and uh, well and truly delivered. Heard a lot of good things about you before, um, getting to meet you this year, but um, been blown away with what a lad you are. I'm um, looking forward to working with you this year, and learnt a lot off you already. So, I'm excited for the year ahead with you, but. Um, appreciate you coming on the podcast and giving up your time mate. Awesome cheers Jimmy. Thanks a lot man. You're a lad. What a lad. What a lad. What a-